do a clap sync in three, two, one. And we are good to go. Did you just start okay. the Adams Family theme song? Yeah, because it comes across as like two claps, you know? Does it? My God. Yep. Perfect. I was gonna. Perfect. Fuck! I just ruined it. I was gonna ask James if he had any fucking like impressions or like songs to sing at the beginning of this episode, but I think I literally just interrupted the one that he was just doing. But here we are. Here we fucking are, dude. I'm gonna play the soundboard. Let's hope to God it works because listen, soundboards, they're easy to the common man. But to me, they are truly Let's difficult. Just, just, just edit in the, the 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 intro music and post. Oh, I sometimes I do that, man. Even if we <laughs> exactly. use the soundboard, but we're doing this anyway. But we're doing it anyways. Uh, okay, okay, just to get us. It didn't in the work. Mood. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> just to get us all just to get us all buttered up. You know, you hear that yeah, theme yeah, song, yeah. you get buttered up. McCoy, <laughs> just you need to stop, dude. This soundboard's literally dead right now, guys. Everyone, react like there's a live song. Oh, it's coming now. <laughs> What? I did that like a minute ago. <laughs> Hell yeah. You should be allowed to computers. <laughs> what the fuck? Wow, it's like the really long one too. That's the intro. Was this necessary? Yeah. Keep your fucking cool. The tyranny of thumbs. <laughs> now recording. Petition so to have that. now like a backtrack to that theme song of James just maniacally laughing as the song's <laughs> going. <laughs> just like it just needs to get meta. Every single time we start the podcast and we talk over the intro, we then record that audio and then that becomes the new <laughs> intro. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> right? It's fucking genius. Oh, that's good. That's good. Oh, God. Well, that was actually so lame. I, so I'm using a digital soundboard, right? Which meant that I just opened up this program and it was just a, a window that was just completely black. And it was like, basically Windows was like, do you want me to close this? It doesn't look like it's responding. And I was like, uh, yeah. And before I get to the yes button, it just starts like blaring <laughs> shit. So we're coming in hot today. Um, but it's okay because this is not the worst production we've seen this week because we played the council. <laughs> but before we get oh, to that, man. though, Coming let's do some weekly hot. gaming news. Um, so Elena was very mad at me last time because of my description of what this piece of paper is that's sitting in front of me when I made this noise. Because I said to her, oh, it's just some, uh, just like a screenshot of the page that says gaming news this week. But she said, that's absolutely not correct. What it is, is it's a bunch of screenshots of articles made into a collage format. <laughs> and so wow. that's actually, on second inspection, yeah. that's actually what it is. <laughs> so, yeah, cool. Um, it's the official screenshot collage. Yeah, apparently. Hey, there's a League one in here. No, wait, is it? Twitch is making it easier to understand League of Legends matches. Oh shit! Good. Oh boy! There's like a new extension. Have you seen this in the wild? Oh zone, yeah, it... no, I haven't seen it in the wild because I understand the game. So... <laughs> Reasonable. <laughs> the flex. <sighs> Eat a dick. <laughs> no, there was a wild there, and like in the in the past where I uh, wanted to like create YouTube content to help people better understand how to watch League of Legends after my mom started watching the scene. I never got around mm. to it though, and I just reaped that sweet Reddit karma. 
uh, by people being like, that's a great idea, because I posted it to the League subreddit or something. And I was like, I think I'm going to do this. And they're like, that sounds great. And I'm like, I'm not doing this. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. It, it's still a great idea. I could use it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I still think it's a good idea. And not only that, like, ah, fuck, that other joke doesn't work as well here. But I was going to say, like, you're not the first person on the Internet to be like, I'm going to do something. And then, like, you just come back to that thread, like, <laughs> eight years later, like... So do you have the answer to this problem or what? Because you said you were just going to like go to your car and find the answer. And now here we are. Anyways, I do feel bad because I did have like a couple pro players respond to that thread being like, that sounds like a great idea. Here's some tips of what you can start teaching people. And I was like, hey, thanks, Kickus. That's really nice. You're a pro player and you just responded to me. But was no. he not good enough for you to go through with the videos, or? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently not. Hope he's not listening. I mean, to I've this. never heard of him. Dude, can you imagine Kickus listening to this? He's like, when I like to just wind down from a fucking long day of league, I just like to listen to a general gaming podcast. Oh Jesus, they're shit talking me still. What is this fucking Reddit? God damn it. <laughs> Even now, I can't escape. <laughs> Dude, there was seriously like a long period of time. And I'm, I bet you it hasn't stopped. I mean, you can correct me if I'm wrong. But like we're basically Reddit and all of the pro players just like aligned in this way that like mindsets were just being shattered. Like you'd have one bad game and then you just see these players just reading the entire thread and just losing all self-esteem for themselves and just essentially ending their careers for the next like two years until the, like, the psychologist would come in and be like, undo all the fucking damage of some Reddit comments. I feel like it's, it's happening now, but for casters. Mm. Like, Good. there's just so Fuck many times guys. now where there, just there's kidding. just all these like <laughs> flame threads of like, you know, like Captain Flowers is the worst, you know, worst caster I've ever seen. And then you see like all these other NA casters like respond to the thread being like, he's actually a really nice guy and he's really professional and he does his best. And then Captain Flowers will respond being like, I'm really doing my best, guys. And everyone's like either like flaming him or like. I don't know, but like, I feel like it's oh, just the same dick. story now, just for casters. <laughs> It'll God, it won't be long so before there is a uh, there's a sports psychologist for the casters. I think they did it for the pro players, but now they're going to do it for the Jeez. casters because and it's eventually a it'll be for the coaches, and then they'll be for the sports oh psychologists because they're just <laughs> deal with all these fucking like whiny punks all the time. God, but the, the, you know what's fucked up about Reddit though is because it's like people are trying to gain a sense of how the people feel. It's, it's like all sorts of like mass voting. It's like, it's not one person you're dealing with, but it feels kind of like a group of people, even though it's, so it's like very confusing because they can hold two points at the same time that are exactly opposite. Because I fucking guarantee you, if that Captain Flowers guy or whatever the fuck quits, there will be an appreciation thread where he'll just get a showering of love and be like, you motherfuckers, send one of these messages while I still work here. One, just one. <laughs> yeah, right. It's exactly the yeah. same like when a celebrity dies. Yeah. People don't think about yeah. them. And then they die, and they're like, oh, my God, I miss them. I've thought about them every day. I miss them. It's like, all right, calm down. Like, Bitch, no, you're, you you're milking this for. <laughs> you're milking this for that Reddit karma. Yeah. What, are you going to make a YouTube series about this? <laughs> <laughs> I was also thinking, though, maybe we should make a series where James casts over a league match, but casts about the casters. <laughs> about the casters. Right? Dude, this is some meta shit, you guys. And James has to do it in his, like, Austrian... Italian voice that he does in the council. <laughs> so now we are hearing Captain Flowers talking about the game. <laughs> Wait, James, can you like queue up? Can you queue up Steam reviews for the council and then read them in that voice for later in the show? Just like queue that shit up and have it ready. Um, uh, okay, yeah. Because I'm saying that's legit. But okay, uh, Gabe, you want to take the next news story? Just pick something sure. random off this. 
Actually, I have something. Oh, shit. Jump in. Since Go when was it. there a Borderlands movie? They're making a Borderlands I, movie? Oh, I think I heard about that. I'll do oh. you one better. They are making an Uncharted movie. Oh. That one's on With the Tom Holland. Oh. No, is it needs to be Nathan Fillion. <laughs> Nathan Fillion is the actual, like, spot on person to play the main guy. Nathan Drake. Yeah, Nathan Drake. Nathan yeah, Fillion, Nathan Drake is destined. Right? But Spider Man. <laughs> I, I don't know what role Tom, Tom Holland play, does. But. Nathan Drake. Well, okay, I hope he's not. Maybe Nathan he plays Drake. like young Nathan Drake. I don't know. Isn't yeah. he like oh, maybe. It's going to be the origin story again. Just, it's like. It's just, I don't know. I feel like the... It's, it's Uncharted, but with Spider-Man. He's going to play the love interest, obviously. Oh. Dude, he could play the love interest in my life. Oh. Okay. <laughs> just Is he that awesome? No. Really like okay. He's a handsome guy, but like, come on. Yeah, dude. For me, it'd, be, it'd have to be Chris Pine. Are That's we, the only one I'm going to go for. Are we living in like the second coming of like video game movie tie-in bullshit? Like, is it the second wave now? Because... Kind of. They're like pushing Sonic? some out, yes. Right? Yeah, but also, like, I know, well, it got put on the back burner now, but Call of Duty was going to make a movie, and then they decided not to because... 1917 why? came out, and they were like, oh, right. fuck, another right. World War movie. We got to we gotta backtrack. Are there any good, like, movies to video games or video games to movies? Like, I, I can't even think of any that are actually, like, enjoyable and, like worthwhile i was gonna say like you There's usually people song. will avoid video game adaptations of or movie adaptations of video games because of you can't translate that player experience with the viewer experience like i seem to recall like people were hyped about silent hill when it became a oh movie. god but then the movie was like nothing like the game and except pyramid head did show up in one scene or two scenes in silent hill but like the two were very divorced from one another gameplay well, I think versus that's, movie. That's kind of like what happened with like the world. Okay. So I never saw it, but the world of Warcraft movie. Wow. You never saw that. No. Can you call yourself a fan? We no. Will <laughs> <never> <laughs> <be>. <laughs> but uh, apparently it's like, it's a movie for the fans. So it's like, if you're like a hardcore wow yeah. fan, you could watch it and appreciate it. But everyone else is like, what, what the fuck Man, is happening? Sucks. And also, yeah, the WoW story itself is already, like, all over the place and full of plot holes and wild because it's been going on for 15 years now. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Right, exactly. You're trying to, like, take 15 years worth of work and, like, condense it into an hour and a half movie. Like, <laughs> clearly things aren't going to make sense. Yeah, the director's like, like so on... what the fuck happens to this game? They're like, I don't know. <laughs> I think Look, there's a... Go ahead. I just keep, I keep on hearing people like talking about how there needs to be a Bioshock movie. And I just keep on thinking like, will it ever be, there's, there's not going to be the bees. What are we going to do without the bees for Bioshock? <laughs> what if 30 minutes of that, of that movie is just them just like setting a trap in a room before like splashes come running in? <laughs> just the sweet Bioshock 2 nod. If they want it to be like truly authentic, they got to have it where the audio is like super fucked up. <laughs> if people are going to get interrupted, it just cut off. Yeah. And people are just like, is there a guy right next to me? Yeah. <laughs> There's a character like constantly turning around like, where's that coming from? Yeah, there's like bridal chambers everywhere, and the main character is just dying all over the place. Like, fuck, that was so hard. I'm turning down the difficulty. This sucks. Um, yeah. Ah, there, see, there could be. Damn like, you, Ken Levine. It's like the premise always seems good for these movies. Like, I feel like they could pull them off, but I just don't trust them to do it, man. I don't know why, but I just don't trust them. I heard similar with like the Assassin's Creed movie. I never saw that one either. Okay. I heard it was like 
with Michael Fassbender. Oh. Yeah. Huh. I heard it was forgot okay. There was the but... <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. I forgot there was until exactly this moment. <laughs> well, apparently Borderlands is going to be directed by, well, it's rumored. It was tweeted and then deleted, so whatever the fuck that means. Oh, but that's Eli fucking Roth spicy. is going to uh Eli Roth is going to direct it apparently. And he's Eli Roth. interesting. What did he if do? I, yeah, if I said he, who? Have you watched Inglorious Bastards? No. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, he played he played Donnie Donovich in Inglorious Bastards, the guy with the baseball bat. But he also just I, does a uh, lot of. I watched of, the first like, like half an hour of that movie, and I found uh, it distasteful and stopped. Well, <laughs> he is known for like really gory gore movies. So the fact that he's now going to probably direct Borderlands kind of hints mm-hmm. that Borderlands is going to be a gory gore movie. So <laughs> the thing about Borderlands to me is that, like. The story was always the part that you check your phone during. Yeah. Right? Except what's interesting <laughs> about that is apparently there's like a... Critical appraise. No, but there's a there's a, a, a Telltale game that they did, Tales from, from the Borderlands. Right. or Tales, Tales of from the Borderlands. the Borderlands, yeah. But apparently that's quite good. So I guess they somehow did that. I was always the same camp as you, James, where I was like, Elena would be like, yo, let's, let's play this Tales from the Borderlands game. And I'm like, I don't have this much content on my phone. Like, what are we, what are we gonna do? <laughs> like, I think, like, Telltale scrapped everything Borderlands was like, we're making a story here. Maybe. Dude, has anyone played Borderlands 3? I have. No. Anybody else? I'm sorry to hear no, that. No, I have no. not yet. Yeah, I mean, I don't... I mean, I don't think it's... it's. I think, I, I mean, I think it's, like, profoundly disappointing, but I don't think it's, like, horrible. From the... Uh, from that launcher. Yeah, I refuse to Epic buy anything games. off the Epic Game Store. Oh, Epic really? Store. I have a plunch. I'm cool with like... the fact that they created a store. I'm I'm okay with them buying ex- exclusivity because I'm not a bitch, and uh, <laughs> okay, Both I uh, but but uh, no, <laughs> that's terrible response. It, it, I just don't care. It's like yeah. whatever, you know. It's the same game. It's just like the way you get into it. Right. And there's I, I like some things around like the Steam that are nice, but yeah, exactly. the co-op is really the issue. But um, I mean, whatever. Like it's it is manageable. Like they have a massive multiplayer game that's really running this store, right? So clearly they can do some sort of co-op. Um, also, I mean, the problem with turning a video game into a movie is that video games are already essentially just interactive movies yeah i mean depending on the obviously it's more of like a story driven game than yeah but like you know oh boy this goes back into the like is it is it a good game if it could just be a movie conversation yeah but (laughs) yeah that's what a lot of games actually nowadays do they'll do like an easy mode like story right mode setting just for the story yeah it's like all just story and cutscenes, no like combat or or it's, or it's very easy. Or yeah. you're talking about some games that literally just cut the combat. Yeah, I mean, there's games like that the that McCoy like mode. cut the gameplay. Hey, hey. I mean, heck, like, <laughs> game trailers, like, game sneak peek trailers these days are practically just movie trailers that show very little gameplay yeah. if they want to, yeah. like, you know, Last of Us 2 has two cinematic movie trailers that are oh, no yeah. The Destiny gameplay. trailers yeah. with live actors. It's but like, see, right. that's not gameplay. <laughs> But the thing is, like, Diablo is the one that blows me away. Oh, God. What? 
Diablo is like the one that blows me away every time. It's just like oh, the game looks absolutely nothing like the trailers. <laughs> is it, yeah. you were you're talking about the Diablo Four trailer, dude. Any uh, of them? I don't All remember which them. one oh, yeah. we played together, yeah, but yeah, any it of looked them. nothing like. I I got the game and got into the game and was like. This isn't what I saw. Like, yeah, yeah you're, you're talking about great. Yeah, it's not quite the level of graphics I was expecting here. Also, Dude. just to say that is a classic Blizzard move. Yeah, that, yeah well, because they have great cinematics, <laughs> and they just like flaunt them, and then you get in the game, and you're like, this looks like I don't even know. This looks like puppets or something. Yeah, they hype I mean, that shit up yeah. in trailers, the... and like, yeah, this shit actually sucks. <laughs> yeah, I mean. League's getting into the cinematics now. Like they, League's done cinematics probably since 2014, but like now the cinematics are getting even more like movie oh, grade yeah. and everything. Like mm-hmm. they're they're awesome to look at, but also you're just like, yeah, this is not actually how League of Legends right. is played. Dude, those all. are like those are like the equivalent of like going with your girlfriend to like one of those movies that like has Channing Tatum in it, where he's shirtless. Because then she just looks at that and she's like, my god, and she looks back Magic at you and she's like, Mike. what the fuck? Like, that's the equivalent of making these cinematics for these movies, is it just, like, breeds disappointment. <laughs> look at your man. Now look at a male stripper. Now look at your man. Now look at McCoy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's like, wait, I'm, I, I, I've said this before, but, like, am I really going to pay for this experience, the wonderful experience of being compared to Channing Tatum's abs? Like, this, I'm going to pay for that. This seems to have, like, are, are we hearkening memories from your high school days, McCoy? This seems to come from a very personal place for you. Yeah, I, th- I think we are. They asked for this. <laughs> I, on the other hand, watched it by myself. So, no, just kidding. Uh, I've never seen those movies. You just Meanwhile, walk- I went. Wait, for you watched it on abs. a you watched it on a plane, right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, we're going back that, huh? No, I do think it's 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 just going back a little bit. I no, do think it's I a think, little interesting. Go ahead. I think I watched Titanic on a plane when I was four or something like that, and cried a lot because it was scary. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's pretty scary and it was yeah and it was like when the the they just like broadcasted the sound of the movie just over the speakers of the airplane oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> by the way you say it's an old school move but that's what american airlines is doing right now like <laughs> they're yeah, still right. running those planes from that era i promise you yeah my dad literally, like, after that happened, he wrote a letter to the CEO of the airline, like, you just traumatized my kids. Like, just suck. <laughs> I had to spin some real bullshit about how they live. Okay. Yeah, right. It wasn't, yeah. they didn't buy it. God damn. My son uh, asked why couldn't Rose let Jack onto the board, and I couldn't answer it for him. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? It's like oh, writing man. a letter to the CEO of Sprint that says my coverage sucks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> With a circle on like a, a hand-drawn map of where you are in the state. Like. <laughs> like, I saw an ad by. and my area was clearly covered in your stupid map. So just a question, Mr. CEO. You said that you had the best network, but I also saw a commercial for Verizon where they said they had the best network. And actually, now that I'm thinking about it, everyone says they has the best network. So who? Not Boost just, Mobile. Just... Boost Mobile Not Boost never Mobile. says they have the they best network. They don't even network. claim that shit. <laughs> oh, no. Can you imagine being so far behind in that race that you can't even lie like the rest of them? Like you have to just like You're like, look, there. you know so, what this is. So the thing is, like Verizon... AT&T and 
that's about it. Pretty much own all of the towers and they just rent tower space to the rest of the companies. Well, with the Sprint and T-Mobile merger, there's oh right a Sprint little bit of competition yeah. coming, but yeah, but like yeah, there'll be three. Wait, are you yeah. suggesting that actually they do all have the best network because it's all the fucking same network? Yes, yeah. Oh, that's well, yeah, except it's for just, the big. It's it's literally four, just how much the company pays to like get their like priority f- phone their phones on priority uh, connections. Yeah. Yep. Wow. So big companies. <clears throat> um, let's see if we can find another news story here on the docket. Um, Hideo Kojima is either teasing new Death Stranding content or goofing around. It's in another tweet. For fuck's sake. He's Why? goofing around. News. <laughs> oh my god. They I hate that all news is just Twitter. For that game. It didn't have any to begin with. <laughs> Dude, that's an interesting. I fucking really want to play that game. Actually, after all the divisiveness. Like, yeah. I'm curious. And yes, so you might say... I'm memeing, I've never played the game. No, and I think a lot of people didn't play that game, or at least tried to live your little. dream of becoming an Amazon delivery man? Is that, <laughs> yeah, because that's like part of it, right? <laughs> so yeah, it's weird to like the thing is, pay for something that people are actively like picketing against doing. <laughs> but, alright. So, there's, there's a book called The Postman, which has pretty much the exact plot of that game. And it was written in, like, 1980. Um, so you're saying Kojima's plagiarizing? I mean, it's not really plagiarizing. It's just, like, I read this book before, you know? It's like, I I know this story. Well, I don't know that story. There's some crazy shit that happens in it. But, like, the concept of being, like, a postman, like, delivering stuff across post-apocalyptic America... Um, and like the concept that that connection to various areas, like promotes this like positive feeling and, and, uh, and the idea that democracy might succeed again and, uh, all this stuff. It's literally just all from that book. So should have cited it with home. She decided with home. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> okay, wait. Before we get there, actually, we, there's a podcast relevant news story in here that I pointed at Gabe oh, to read. Okay. Yeah, I've actually heard about this. Uh, Fortnite will let. <laughs> no, not that you motherfucker! <laughs> god damn it! <laughs> no, the actual news article he wants me to read is Devotion. The Taiwanese game removed from Steam is being preserved by Harvard. So Devotion is the sequel, or not the sequel? I guess it's the next game from the people who made. Attention. The attention. Red candle. Red candle. Yes. That right. Okay. So Harvard is actually just downloading that shit and preserving it uh, as a because it's not released on Steam. We can't get it because of the controversy with with uh, the depictions of the Chinese president. President. Thank you. I was yeah. going to say emperor, and it was going to sound really Whoa. ignorant. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah. So like, actually, this is interesting, Gabe. Don't you have this game on your hard drive somewhere? I- Spoiler. Sorry. <laughs> uh, but like, <laughs> no China. Gabe's I like, don't. <laughs> <laughs> no Chinese algorithm. I do not. <laughs> but yes, I do. <laughs> we should play it sometime. I'm down. CD yeah. Projekt Red is casting huge shade on uh, on uh, Bethesda, <clears throat> saying gamers should never be forced to purchase the same game twice. Uh, 
So owners of Cyberpunk 2077 for Xbox One will receive the Xbox Series X upgrade for free when available. Mm. Is Bethesda not fair? Like, or I guess it's just that's a, also something that Microsoft. I mean, Bethesda released mm. released uh, Skyrim on every possible on like your you know Tesla just to get an extra thirty dollars. Right. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. <laughs> God, oh. I I do hear you could play Stardew Valley on your Tesla now. So. Oh really? Yeah. I was wow. well. Time yeah. to buy a Tesla. <laughs> that seems awfully safe. Yeah right. Yeah yeah. Although I feel like a Tesla would like force <clears throat> you to stop at not like you can do while you're driving. Question no, mark? it can like, drive for you. It's but like, can it actually? Wait, sorry. Where's the, the law crops, around that? I'll get you to work. There really isn't one yet. You you yeah, can't just let a car no drive around, can you? You can. You can. You're just like not allowed yeah. to fall asleep while it does it. Which a lot of people right because there's that whole big controversy you have of like to, a guy driving in L.A. like taking a nap in the driver's seat as his Tesla's driving him to work or something, and it was like a big story because they were just like, "What the hell?" Yeah, it's it's really more of like a like error proofing and like ethics argument of like w- what a car company can do and like should do versus what's right to give to a consumer, like. Mm. Like we saw that commercial side of like, here, here's the technology. Do what you want with it. Yeah, or just don't drive near me. Everybody else, yeah. Like we saw <laughs> yeah, that commercial else for is that, like, uh, you know, what is it? A Nissan? I can't remember what it is. Was that one that no. does like that? That can move itself it's to a, a new hun- parking it's spot. It's a Hyundai. It's a Hyundai. Hyundai. The, yeah. the the Boston oh. commercial. Yeah. <laughs> or well, there's yeah, that one. Yeah. But I was also there's another one. But yeah, mm. where it can like. Yeah, because there's one that can, like, parallel park itself or, like, move itself into a tight spot. There's also one that, like, there's a meter maid riding a ticket. Right. And the guy sitting there, yeah. like, presses a button on his, like, key fob and the car moves forward one space. <laughs> Sorry, that was a real world? <laughs> key fob? Yeah, key fob. Is that a real world? Yeah. You've yeah. never yeah. That's the McCoy. That's, <laughs> you literally that's have the, one. I have one. By the way, when I saw yeah. your car was gone this morning, I was McCoy, like, McCoy, oh. pull out your car keys. <laughs> Yeah, I, well, no, this is not an ASMR podcast, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's the one that's not a key. It's like a flip out sort of fucking rectangle thing. No, it's, it's the thing with all the electronics <laughs> in it. You know, you have buttons. Yeah. It's that thing. That's, that's called a I think we didn't need a new word for so, that. Maybe we did. But to me, that's just the car key. That's, that's been a word. It's not a new word. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> that's an old word. word earlier with like the, the birth control right, exactly. fob thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I was referring also, to. Also, a fob watch. Okay, that, that a actually makes watch sense. Is, Tying is it like all a together. Po- is a pocket watch. <laughs> wow, McCoy learns words. One day yeah. I'm going to make a compilation of all the new terms that we say on this podcast that McCoy like is just like inspired by. <laughs> yeah, like erudition and like that one time that I said I needed to get my tubes tied. Anyways, Oh my God. When McCoy council, says though. like, what is yeet? <laughs> oh, wait, sorry. Wait, sorry. Bef- um, <clears throat> before we get to the council, so who the fuck are we for the people who have been listening to this conversation? <laughs> digging it, but not totally sure who we are. Who, By the way, Adam like mentioned this one time, rest in soul, but it was the funniest <laughs> thing ever where he was like, do you really think they're coming into a part three and just listening to it brand new? Like, oh, I wonder what the fuck this is about. Yeah, let's go council part three. Absolutely. But, like, abso For you, we got you. So who the fuck are we? Exactly. We are the Tyranny of Thumbs Gaming Podcast, where we're just some friends who play a game each week and then we talk about it. And sometimes yeah. we play a game so bad <laughs> that after week three, hey. we're just ready to, you know, get together, you know, 
put our arms around each other and just be like, what a fucking ride. And what yeah. a ride it was. We Have finished the council therapy this session. week. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. Remember what everybody. it was like to be excited to want to know what happens next? <laughs> Dude, honestly, for me, that was the entire experience. But I could see why people got off that train, though. Because in this section, it was motherfucking demons. You heard of them? I got off at the very first stop. I know you did. Well, right, you got off so like, before you even got there, bro. <laughs> I saw the train and was like, I'm not getting on that thing. This, this is a controversial <laughs> comment, but uh, I feel like this is why I didn't like the cat lady. Mm. Like, this shit. And maybe this is why you did like the cat lady. By this shit. Because this shit. What do you mean? Because I think the uh, cat lady had a more comprehensive storyline than this fucking game. <laughs> I mean, by like, by like, a bit. Like, I mean, it, it the just thing is, cat like, lady came right out, right out the gate with the yeah, it, shit. and I didn't like the it right out the until gate. Episode like, four. <laughs> I don't know. I felt like uh, it was it was just like bonkers shit, but. It didn't think it was bonkers shit. I don't know. Uh, so now that I brought that up, let's drop it and move on. No, uh, I, I think it's an interesting <laughs> comparison, though, because I do think, like, there is an element of, like, comfort, maybe, with a with a common story or, like, a common storyline where you're like, I kind of know where this is going. And, like, to me, I don't particularly like that comfort. Like, I'd rather be, like, totally in the dark and, like, kind of unsure what's going on. And that might be a byproduct sometimes of terrible writing <laughs> also, as well as good writing that's novel. So maybe there is something to be said for, like, I just like that feeling of, like, what? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm getting fucking flashbacks to, God, we've played, like, eight games where people, like, pee on air. I just, like, like, there's so many. <laughs> and, like, oh, I'm getting excited. Dude, why does every motherfucker have to make a sound clip of that? Do you know what I mean? Like, uh... Fucking I don't listen to those podcasts apparently because no, not podcasts. I've heard of it. Oh god, like fucking the games we've played in this fucking like okay, which ones we had? The, oh, the you're one just where like, he, like talk about the static speaks my name. Static speaks my name, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I think Heavy Rain has it too. That like like fully peeing concept. Yeah, yeah, like like why does everyone feel the anyways? But no, I I, I don't know this. The demons when they first came that out was in this me game, pouring myself some bourbon. So, yeah, it was. Yeah, I was no, gonna say they always use the sound of a glass filling up and not like actual somebody peeing into like a toilet. You know that for sure. Are your ears no. with that trained? Like, <laughs> I mean, it sounds like what James was just doing. Yeah, that's true. It does sound like what James was just doing. Um, <laughs> anyway, no, but seriously, on. the thing with this story that I feel like really is a contentious point here is they they kind of had a world that had intrigue in it. They had like. Oh, there's a golden order. There's all these world leaders getting together. There's maybe some shadowy figures that are influencing things. And that's like enough outside of history that, but also still dovetailing with history that you're like, okay, I, I'm like kind of into this. And then and it was, I feel like it was like, it was, it was enough. Yeah. It was, it was within enough. the realm. It was yeah. interesting. It Believable was in, possibility. I mean, right. And it was like, what if this is the way that shit happened? It's like yeah. it was interesting to pursue, um, and then yeah, and like <laughs> I, I want to say like I think <laughs> that 
I wasn't immediately off when the demons came up, I guess what I'm trying to say. And I would have, I would have still, like, it took me longer and I think it still could work with demons being real, but they didn't just do like, hey, there's demons. And now we're, it's like they did like, literally every motherfucker is a demon and they're a demon in a different way like the reveals were just like and you're a demon and you're a demon and you're a demon sister and you're a demon <laughs> they uncle they were like handing yeah, it out yeah, like yeah, oprah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like what the fuck was that like that's the part that gets to me where you i was like come on man demon. like demons are fine but this and shit your mom's a demon and your sister and uh <laughs> and the the woman you slept with is your sister <laughs> <laughs> Have like, you guys yeah. seen the movie Chinatown? No. No. Well, never mind. Do they do the demon shit? <laughs> no, no, they or don't. Or the sister shit. But there's this there's this scene. It's uh it's an old movie. So there's this scene where the main character like is interrogating a woman and she's talking about this other woman and uh she says like she's my sister and then he slaps her. And she's like, she's my mother. And then he slaps her. And she's like, she's my sister. And then he slaps her. And this goes on for like, you know, a little while. She keeps going back and forth. And then it's like, she's my sister and my mother. Uh, and that was the truth in that world. And it felt like uh, I was getting huge Chinatown flashbacks. Let me just say. <laughs> I see yeah. that's where they got their inspiration for this game. So it's all just right, a reference. Yeah. Doesn't that make the writing, like, more homage than anything now? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. No, they can't get out of this. Maybe. So, so I guess the, the question I want to open this discussion with, which we've already opened, but fuck it, I'm reopening it, is last episode, uh, Brandon basically said, which I thought was really awesome, he basically just said, like, this next section becomes, like, if, the pay, <laughs> if there's payoff, right? Like, this is where we get to see how this story pans out, and that's really going to define how people feel about this game. So... I'm just curious how that's gone for people. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Where to begin? Yeah. I would say this game shat the bed. <laughs> Dude, I actually I, also, so I like, hate that I, phrase. I think it's so appropriate for this fucking game, I, though. <laughs> I, I think, like, so I think, like, the... I, I'm thinking either one of two things happened. One... The game developers, like, came across some red tape about how much alternative history they could do with, like, real-life figures, and then they decided, okay, let's put those guys on the back burner and just introduce this demon shit with all of the non-real characters and put all these real, you know, put George Washington on the back burner, put, you know, Godoy on the back burner. Like, we'll talk to them a little bit. Or... They felt like they, they needed to explain for like things that. they really didn't have to. Like, because I don't know. It's just like you come into this game and there's this like like we were saying before, there's this golden order. And clearly, like, this is some alternative history. There was no golden order in the past. So already our uh, what is it? Your suspension of to me. disbelief or <laughs> Like, so wake up, Zoe. The Golden Order is much. just the Illuminati, and many founding fathers were members of the Illuminati. Or no, 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 not the Illuminati. Right. Uh, the the, the Masons, Freemasons. The Freemasons. Mm. Yeah. That, sorry, okay. that's the other yeah. one. The other secret society. I took that interpretation too. Okay. Yeah. So 
I mean, I guess there's that. But I guess the point is, like, they felt like they needed to, like, have to explain for, like, why Mortimer is not a man of history or something. And they just, like, took that question of how do we justify the character of Mortimer and then just fucking ran with it. And we're like, <laughs> yeah. we can only justify this through demons. Well, like, <laughs> nothing yeah. more. Like, take the case of, like, one of the more interesting Mortimer points, which is that he or someone under his name has signed things throughout history. And you're like, oh, how are they going to tie that up? It seems like there's this lineage of Mortimers. And, like, that to me is infinitely more satisfying than fucking he's a demon and he's your demon dad and then father. And, he's and like, just all that. <laughs> I feel like yeah. I, I do wonder how they first set out the premise of the story and what they had envisioned. Mm-hmm. But I definitely feel like at the end, at least chapters four and five, maybe even like most of three, I feel like they were like, oh, fuck. How do we tie all this up? Yeah. And the ending felt like very rushed. It was just like, um, yeah. OK, uh, Mortimer kills home. I mean, granted, you can do different endings, but at least the ending we did was. Okay, uh, you make everyone side with you. Home always dies, FYI. Okay, sick. (laughs) Good, fuck that guy. (laughs) Um, He's like, okay, Home dies. Uh, 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 Mortimer's your dad. Um, uh, Your sisters uh, combine forces with you and you fight him. Your other sister's a servant now. (laughs) And you're like... Sorry, I was this is the ending. putting my arms out in front of me and wiggling my fingers while... <laughs> Dude, seriously. <laughs> I actually think that fucking ending scene is some real fucking... That's brilliance. where they definitely oh, ran we'll, out of time, and they were like, uh... We'll, we'll put it battle. on the Instagram. <laughs> yeah, we definitely will. Yeah, it seems like they really wanted to go for, like, the intrigue, and I think they might have maybe replayed chapter one and been like, fuck, what's really working here is, like, the intrigue, and so then we gotta kind of, like, have more, I guess, plot points open up and then have you be curious about how they're going to be resolved and that's going to be like the, the the loop i guess but then they just didn't feel the need to like close them and in fact they pass like a lot of them just right by or to they me, just feels like, like the the first half of the game and the second half of the game were almost written by written different and like people. worked on by yeah two different like teams yeah <laughs> or yeah i think at the very least with the writing it's possible that what happened was they had, like, a broad story worked out, broad story concept, like, and maybe the first three episodes, like, pre-planned, like, really well before the first one came out. Um, and then they just weren't making the money that they needed to actually do the last ones correctly. Yeah, like, or combine that maybe, maybe with not having enough time also. Like, they might have committed right. to it. Yeah. Uh, I'm just still confused why not introduce the demon thing in episode two. Why right. do we have to do two Bible puzzles? Like, two filler logic puzzles looking for our missing mother. Like, I don't know. I, this game felt both rushed, but then also just felt slow in some places. <laughs> I think yeah, those like things could be you, the same. You find out. Like I could see them being I, like, I "Fuck, know. we don't have enough time to like make this quality, but we can certainly like." Episode two it is out. definitely a filler episode. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> yeah, but like I don't know, is. like you find out that you're a demon with demon powers, and you like 
suddenly everything's like a rush as like suddenly you're possessing bodies and you're reading minds and all this is happening in like an hour time span in the game and then suddenly Mortimer's like okay you're my son and now you're gonna side with me and Holmes like no come with me and you're just like I just discovered these powers what the hell I don't even know what to think right now and then the game's just like let's have a nightmare scene in Holmes memories where you just walk around listening to his thoughts Oh yeah, I hate and, it. Yeah. Like, Dude, that part yeah, was, that was so like, dumb. Like shoved down the player's throat. It was like And it's like you don't annoying. care about this character at all. Exactly. Yeah, but then it's he like gets poisoned you, and now you're like protecting him. Yeah, well it's like and at least in our playthrough, we were actually like, no, fuck this guy. We're gonna side with Mortimer. And then suddenly it's like, Oh, I'm dying. Save me. And Louis's like, okay. I should save him. Like, then, do you know why? That, and do you know how that section ends? It ends with a choice. Like, wait, how do you feel about these two? And I'm like, could we have started with that choice? Because then I wouldn't have had <laughs> yeah, to right. do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the worst part about that whole bit, too, is like, I, I think Zoe was saying the game can give you the option in that scene, like, to side with Mortimer, side with Mortimer or to side with home um, and have the intermediate of... Uh, Fuck you both, basically. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. The one that we we only got two options in our playthrough. Same in the so, group play. Yeah, in the yeah. group playthrough it was the same. It, we only had the option of side with Mortimer or you're both awful. Fuck you. But in other playthroughs, you can have that third option of siding with Holm, which in the end doesn't do anything right. different. Mm -hmm. But like, see, I, I find it interesting because this whole game... The whole Mortimer versus Holm thing is personified as essentially this like democracy versus monarchy yeah. shtick. And that's how they keep on poisoning these two people. And then suddenly, at least for me, like Holm is dying and I'm like, oh, hold on. I want to show a little bit of empathy towards this person, you know, because this is no longer about democracy versus monarchy. This is just a life for a life. And the game was just like, nah, you never sided with Holm. Therefore, you don't get the choice to actually, like, empathize with him. Which just is bizarre to me, because it's just two separate ideas. Like, it's like if you ask somebody Pepsi versus Coke, and one guy's like, I'm a Pepsi guy, and one guy's like, I'm a Coke guy. And you're like, well, I like Coke. And the Coke guy's like, sweet, you know, come join me. And then the Pepsi guy's, like, falling off a cliff, and the game's just like... <laughs> Nope, you can't save them. You chose Coke. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. It definitely does intertwine those two things where you're just like, this person is completely represented by their ideas and like, fuck them, I guess. Also, it feels like the game would want to push that narrative like, oh, Louis is kind of like the master of his own fate. That's also how like the he's written out and some of the dialogue options you can choose. So it seems like, you know, it seems like wanting to save Holm after you realize that he's like getting killed. And it's like, whoa, this wasn't part of the deal. So it seems like it's not out of his character to want to help save him. But it's just so weird that it's literally thrust upon you. Like, you have to try to save him now. Yeah. And then even if you, like, go through the motions and try to side with Holm, the game's still like, no. Yeah. <laughs> nice try, but no. Dude. <laughs> yeah. They definitely, like, put you on a track towards the end. And... I don't know if that's necessarily wrong, but it does feel pretty, pretty like shitty. I'm on a track. We're just going through this now. Yeah, I would say it feels pretty shitty um, towards the end for sure. And it's just it's just it's too bad. It's too bad because I think the first episode, I think, is like a legitimately good like episode. Yeah. Um, oh, it was great. 
like comparing it to these other like four episodes <laughs> like episode one is awesome yeah and yeah. It, it, so absolutely it actually makes me sad to be honest and i because i it feels to me like it feels to me like a kid who like had a forged id and got into a nightclub and he was acting really <laughs> suave and he got through and then when he got and that's like this is the writers in this case and so they came out with episode this one and it was fucking oh, I this was you yeah, yeah. this I is me from you. high school um and i'm still <laughs> yeah. not over it but yeah no so like it's it's like he gets in and then it's like the reason why kids don't go into nightclubs is because it's a fucking lot to handle so it's like imagining him like breaking down crying and like being like i need to leave <laughs> and that's honestly how it felt like like they were like snailing this so hard and then whether it was a separate team or whether it was just the same writers who were much better at writing intrigue and maybe intrigue is easier to write but when it came down to actually like the this is where you you this is the crescendo this is where you actually separate like excellence from mediocrity in terms of writing and it's like they they couldn't do it I can't get over your fucking weird ass analogy. No, because it just I, because it makes me sad. <laughs> okay, to it makes me, me sad. to me it feels like this. It feels like it was like a writing prompt, right? Okay. Somebody sets the stage with episode one and is like, "Here, finish the story." And some <laughs> and like someone on Reddit just wrote a response. Yeah, and some and like crazy dude on Reddit or like a <laughs> angsty like teenager who thinks they have like writing skills is like demons. Yeah. Boom. Demons, That'll throw a wrench in everything. It's the guy from Ancient Aliens. Yeah, aliens. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my god. Demons. Oh. But I, I think the game just kind of shot itself in the foot in that as a small studio, I think it, it set off with this lofty goal of having a decision-based game with many diverging plot points. And then they realized the manpower and lengths they would have to go to account for all choices of their deviations from the from episode one and they were just like uh okay no fuck that let's just try to all these like four branching storylines let's just try to pinch it pigeonhole them into another storyline and try to make it work but as a result like things just kind of feel unfinished and not fleshed out and and things happen for what is seemingly illogical reasons, but then you realize later, oh, if I had gone this alternative path, this would make a lot more sense. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's just, we, we were talking in, uh, I, I think we were talking in the first episode about the fact that it doesn't make sense if you haven't unlocked questioning as your first skill. It makes no sense to sympathize with Elizabeth because... All she does is she comes up to you, she yells at you, but because you haven't unlocked questioning, you don't get to have her backstory and figure out who she is as a person. And so then later in the game, when she comes to you being like, Louie, I need your help and you're the only person that can help me, you as a player are just like, why? I have right. no reason to. Oh, but even and on top of that, though, do you like? Do you remember the, the how that plays out if you do choose her? Like, she's like, oh, my God, because I was just remembering because the tone of your voice you used, which you nailed. It's like desperation from her. Like, you're the only one that can help me. She sits you down and then she turns into this like crazy, like, I'm totally in control of this like person where she's just like fucking drink. Like, you know what I mean? Like, she's no longer needs your help at any point in time. And like, at no point does he like recognize that, like, it's completely switched from like the hallway. Dude, right. And which, maybe like, that plays out with the oh. demon if she's a demon. Well, uh, it's so tricky but for she them. is the father she's she's father she's the 
she is Mortimer. Are you talking about in the very last nightmare scene? Yes. Well, wait. Yeah. No, she, no, you're talking about. It wasn't. When she dies. Yeah, you're talking about the episode drinking. one. Oh, okay. Okay. Now, don't listen to McCoy. He's high on laudanum. That's possible. <laughs> no, I, I, what I'm saying is, like, in the hallway, she comes to you with desperation. Like, please, you gotta help me. And it feels this, like, ethical empathy choice of, like, I gotta help you. And then the, you do help her if you choose to help her. Then she immediately switches to being like, I'm in complete control of the situation and I'm going to drink you under the table and then, like, just ruin your life. But I guess that's Mortimer? Also, well, for me, it's also a thing of, like, so playing through the game the first time and ending chapter one where it's like, okay, I guess you can end it in, I guess, technically, like, three ways where it's like either you go with Emily and you wake up and find out she's died. You go with her. Oh, Elizabeth. Yeah. Sorry. So, yes, you go with Emily, ignore Elizabeth, wake up, find out Elizabeth has died. Right. You go with Elizabeth and either convince her to leave the castle or drink with her, pass out, wake up, and she's dead, and then you're framed. And so, like, the first playthrough, it's like, oh, shit, that's a lot of intrigue. Yeah. Like, especially when I did my solo playthrough where I went with her, drank with her, woke up, was framed for the murder. It's like, oh, fuck. This is some wild shit. Yeah. But now having played through the entire game and realizing it's like either she dies or she runs away is like never seen again. Yeah. It's like, okay. But it's kind of interesting. Kind of seems like a wasted character. But it's kind of interesting, actually, because if you take that scene. very much a wasted character. No, but if you take that scene. Well, I definitely agree with that. But if you. Well, you take the scene where she's dead and then you even ponder about it with other characters they're like i don't know no that's what i'm saying and then you talk to your mother who's like framed kind of for the murder if you're not the one framed and it's like she's like oh yeah she died yeah she's no better off cares. this way and you're like well who did it and i don't know but the actual explanation it <laughs> and seems then you talk like to Mortimer and he's like yeah i did it right no but, <laughs> yeah, the, actual, okay. no, but the actual explanation is that after <laughs> we're thinking about it or at least after i'm thinking about it is that the reason why she's so erratic is because she's getting taken over by demons right like this kind of makes sense i guess if, unless she's a demon but, already. But no one else cares. They actively bury that plot line every time you ask everyone, like you were saying. Yeah. Well, it's because either you're talking to a demon, so they're like, no, it's fine. Or it's people <laughs> it's who like, like, don't really know her, and they're like, yeah. She's but weird. Like, now, that, now that anybody could have been a demon, could have been like Mortimer or Holm, like just having taken them over at any time. It's true. Like, it throws so all what, characters what's the out the point fucking of, window. Yeah. yeah, what's the point of any of these characters existing? It's like, yeah. it's just, just a pawns. fever dream now? Like, the whole game doesn't matter? They're just pawns, don't you see? Like that part with uh, Piaggi when you find right, him in the dining room? And he's like all weird and his nose is bleeding. Yes. yes. And he turns around and you talk to him. He's like, oh, are you, are you a demon? Were you possessed? And the game's like, yeah, you don't know. Yeah, and then there's not nose bleeding in other possessions, is there? No, I guess well, not. Well, and so apparently you're supposed to know that, like, if you had gone with Holm, you would have known that it was Holm taking over Piaggi's body in that scene. So you weren't actually talking to Piaggi in that confrontation with the nosebleed. You were talking to oh. Holm the entire time. But see, that's the thing, that's though. What? You don't understand it because we never took the Holm route. But like, and so wow. the game then confronts you with a home-faced decision, and as players, we are like, "What the fuck does this mean?" And the game just never explains for it because they're I don't like, even know what "We talked to him about." No, but see, it's weird though because it sounds like 
if we take this as a criticism, which it definitely didn't land well here, it almost sounds like we're advocating with the game with no choices, where it ends up actually just giving you all the details. So they, they tried to take details away from you, but like what, they, they definitely have some that just never, ever come back in ways that feel like their story can't hold up without some of these details. Like we didn't talk to home, like you said, and we didn't, I didn't know who the fuck he was for like half the game. And now he's like a major character, but like I feel like I missed all the reasons why. So there's definitely some weirdness so, of choice of what they cut out for sure. I think Yeah, that, like you talk about the Piaggi thing and like I don't feel like I, I missed anything in our playthrough by not knowing like that home was possessing him at that point. Although oh, it I didn't did matter. feel like the interaction was off, right? Like right. the nosebleed and like it felt unexplained. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. is which is really the problem I had with a lot of things like that, where like your mother's laying on the floor between the two twins with guns pointed at each other and it's like why the hell is she here on the floor? Does that get explained yeah, the elsewhere? Game never no, no, the game never explains in, for it. In fact, I, I thought her secret that we didn't find out was like that she actually could possess people, but right. that wasn't the case. That's not like I thought she was possessing one of them at the time, and that's why she was laying there. That, but you mentioned um, that the other day. Was, I haven't found that to be true, right? So I, oh. I, I don't even know anymore. Yeah, and I, and I feel that's like so that was cooler. a scene that they set to potentially open up the storyline that Sarah could possess right. bodies, but then they were like, "We're running out of time. Let's just." Toss wrap that the scene shit up under the rug. Well, so like they all have Emma this. becomes a servant, though. <laughs> like, they have that scene, <laughs> and then they have where we run across Wolner just passed out on the balcony. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like that's the well, thing. I was about... trying to say the audio explained it. Yeah, that's yeah, but as a first-time a, player, right. you never point that out. A game where decisions matter is that you have to actually make them matter in some way. It feels like and they this matter is the in like wrong bad way ways. of just yeah. not explaining shit that's going to happen later. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And and just the way that they like give you all these opportunities to ask. They're like you're it's like the game like pokes you and is like you're probably curious what's going down right now. I'll let you <laughs> we ask don't know about either. it. <laughs> yeah, and then you ask about it and they're like that's not important. That's not important. That's not important. You're like what? Yeah. That's Why a, did you even let me? And you, you had so many a... options in those final conversations. You had so many like options to ask people and none of them felt like they mattered at all yeah to me exactly at least. so i i think i started to lose faith like well so like the when you're talking to mortimer you realize that mortimer's your father the big like oh shit moment for me momentarily was when mortimer asked me you know oh whatever happened to von borschert and i was like oh fuck this is where a decision in episode one comes back to bite me in the ass because in my personal playthrough, I went against my mother and I ended up shooting and killing Von Borger instead of just knocking him out. And so I was like, oh shit, like Mortimer's going to be pissed at me because he just talked about Von Borger as this commendable man. I murdered him. Like this game's going to finally like have this like, oh shit plot twist. And so I just decided to tell the truth. And then Mortimer's just like, ah, uh, never mind. He was never that important. And I was like, fucking what? <laughs> like, yeah. You know, he does the same so thing with the bird. Like, yeah. It's like the game is afraid oh God, to, <laughs> to, like, hold you accountable. Yeah. Exactly. Like, I just kind of felt like, God, it, it sounds like almost sadistic, but in a way, I just was waiting for the game to punish me. I wanted the game to punish me. Yeah, because you felt that like I you'd fucked up. In error. 
Yeah. yeah, and really the only thing that could possibly be done in error is if you perhaps choose the wrong lance in the crypt. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, oh my god, the fact out. that you have I, to I choose I know how that plays out. All. It's just as anticlimactic <laughs> as if you choose the right spear. <laughs> yeah. Does it still kill him? Yeah, so you basically if you choose the wrong spear, you do in that clunky stabbing scene, you stab him, and then suddenly it, the camera zooms in on Louis's face and it, he says in Mortimer's voice, like, thank you, Louie. Like, thank you for your service, Louie. And then he just turns to oh. the siblings and says in a Mortimer voice, come on, girls, let's go home. And they all just walk out onto the dock and it's that. Da, 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 <laughs> no. Da, da, da. Like, that's, that's it. That is it. <laughs> oh, my God. He just possesses Louie's body. Yeah, and he just, just possesses Louie's body. Emma and Emily are just like, OK, this is my life now. And then they all just walk out onto the dock. Hell yeah, full circle. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. See, you know, it's like, I really do think they just had such an obsession with adding more intrigue, but then such, I guess, an opposite or a fear of, like, tying it up in any meaningful way or doing the work that it takes to do that. Just because, like, they didn't need to add more plot lines, but it felt like almost every episode they wanted to, like, basically write a new story in the story. It's just like, that part to me was just fucking tripping me out. Because then it's just like, they just threw away the old stuff and the old stuff was like far better than the new stuff in like every way. So you're like, where the fuck are we now? Now we're just in an entirely different game. Like the the, the yeah. difference between episode one and... Oh, yeah. I mean like episode, what is it, like episode three? Is it the end of episode three where you find out you're a demon or is that episode four? It's episode four. Episode four. Yeah. It's the so beginning of episode four. And they're yeah. like, now you can yeah. read minds. Here's a exactly. whole new mechanic. Yeah, it's like, okay, episode four drops, like, like, okay, we're almost done. Like, hey, here's this whole new fucking shit at you. You're a demon, you have new mechanics. <laughs> they don't matter. No, they don't. <laughs> they don't matter at all. And I actually think, okay, so I actually, okay, but reading hey, people's you minds know, is kind of cool as a concept. As a, yes, but it's like, okay, hey, you know how you can already, like, know their weaknesses and their convictions yeah. and, like, stuff they're immune to? Now you can read their minds. Like, does this add much? Yeah. No. Yeah. No, I mean, you I, can actually, maybe you get already a new had the items option. that literally let you know everything about a person. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think we should take this opportunity to actually uh, speak of the parallels uh, in their non-committal to like stories. Like so what you guys were talking about, like their non-committants to your decisions and stuff like that. I think that is mirrored very well also in the gameplay systems because they in the later sections, they like repopulate all the items again. So we continued to still be completely maxed on everything. And they, so they, they, they couldn't even in a gameplay sense, commit to you running out of resources. And we were using resources to essentially get through every single conversation. Cause at some point they presented the system as, well, you're going to have standard options that you have to make a choice about. Like you have to think to yourself, is this the right answer or the wrong answer for how I'm feeling about the world and what this guy knows and what I know. And then if you don't want to do that, you can alternatively spend points in a certain uh, area of your skill tree in order to get past this skill check or get past this conversation point and move on, even outside of confrontations, but also in conversations as well. But then we essentially didn't ever use that. I mean, like we probably used 90% abilities because we could. And we were going wide with our skill tree, which means we didn't necessarily get any uh, particular skill to be super efficient for us. Like we never had like but level threes until the very to. end. Exactly. That's where you should be hit on the resources the most because you went wide. So you have a ton of options, but they're all expensive. But even when you have a ton of options and they're all expensive, 
they're not. They're not expensive. So then that's another non-committal to, uh, to their own system. So they're letting you bypass the conversation system. They're giving you all the resources. And it's it, it really does contribute, unfortunately, to just you just essentially walking through this game. And like there were a couple yeah. times where I well, okay. Like if you go back to, to episode one, there are points in there where you make choices and it feels like you fuck everything up as a result. Like you just like destroy the book or whatever. And I, did we get less of the code or some shit? I don't even know if that came back. But like, you know, you can fuck that up. So you're like, yes, I can use these skill checks, but they'll fuck my shit up if I use them the wrong way. That does not really persist. Like the skill checks just become the end all answer for everything. And we just use that the whole game. Yeah, I feel like they wanted to start the game off by feeling like your choices mattered and like you could fuck things up. But towards the end, like, well, we want the player to beat the game. So, yeah, let's just make sure all all roads lead to Rome. And I want to say that the mind reading thing is a another system on top that does the same thing where it says if you were having difficulty getting through this system, which by the way, we were not in any way, again, maxed on resources and, and using dialogue options that had skill checks the whole time. But now you have another layer on top to ensure that you never actually are forced to make a meaningful choice that you can make a mistake in. And as a result, we fail zero confrontations. It's not even close. The only times it was close is when I misclicked. Like, you know what I mean? It's like <laughs> player error is the only way. So that really, they were very hesitant to to really put you to the fire. And I think that's really unfortunate because it's something that I think this game would really be a lot stronger with is putting you to the fire there for your decisions in, in all senses, gameplay, Absolutely. story, It is so wild. It's a great point. It's, it's, yeah, it's crazy how they developed this whole like, system for their game and then we're just like, isn't this cool? It's like, yeah, this is pretty unique and like, here, you can just bypass it all. Yeah, that's what it felt like to me. And I, I feel was really like, sad. Yeah. I feel like they did that with the writing too. I feel like that, like, not being able to commit was their problem yeah in like most of the game like they couldn't just commit to this being a political intrigue it had to have like supernatural incestuous elements. demon shit <laughs> and that. Like, why the incestuous <laughs> shit why right it's like oh. every single person who's there that's not a character from literal history is a demon for no fucking reason and also your brother or sister or like some other family member. Um, also, I mean, they they suggest that there are other demon families out there, but everyone here is just your fucking sister. Like, <laughs> it's, and that was part like, of it? They, He's bringing they the just, They can't commit to that. They can't commit to the the thing that got them two thirds. I mean, three fifths of the way through the story, which would be like anything is, about the Golden Order mattering or like any of that yeah. alternate history that they start with in the story. Right. And like occultism was an actual thing. Like all of those things are from history and weird and interesting because it doesn't really exist anymore in that in that form. So like they could have played on that. Um, and not had everybody just be a demon, like the whole idea of like the drugs that people used to take, like laudanum was interesting and like your honey and whatever, like those felt <laughs> like in the same realm to me. Yeah. Um, 
And like, it could have been interesting if more shit happened with that. It could have been interesting if they actually had conversations that mattered about affecting history. Um, but they never committed to any of those things. Um, and they, I mean, I feel like they really thought like, we need to spice this up more. Yes. I feel like what they did was they just wanted to keep throwing more and more like, I won't say shock value, but like kind of that theme into the game as it went on where like, there's demons. Uh, Mortimer's your, your, he's a demon and he's your dad. Your mom's not really your mom. She's your sister. She actually killed your real mother, disemboweled her and took you. That but girl cool you slept with, with is your sister. Yeah, dude. <laughs> at the very end, they unravel. Like, and then they're like, "You side with, with your like your dad wants to kill your uncle. You side with him." And also, now he also wants to like, kill you. <laughs> and it's like, dude, <laughs> Jesus. And like Emily killed Emma, her sister, except she didn't. God, that's yeah, another or thing. Did man. She? They're like, what the fuck? Like, You're in the ether now. It's like, okay. And then yeah. you walk through the either you do all that bullshit. And then uh, Emma's there and she's like, please help me, Louie. You're like, I I don't know if I can. I don't know what the hell's going on. And why can't I help Elizabeth? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you're like, okay, whatever. So you leave. And then you get back and Emily's like, oh, yeah, no, we saved Emma. Look, she's in that body now. And yeah. you're kind of like, how did it happen? Like, doesn't well, it just it, things worked out. Holm told, yeah, Holm, Holm, Holm told me how to do it. Like, like while he was dying? Don't, don't worry about that, gamer. <laughs> so wait, I'm actually, so wait, like, this might just be something I actually just missed, but wait, so your mom, Sarah Duriche, your not mom, your sister, <laughs> uh, shoots. Let's, let's just say mother yeah. for sake of clarity. Yeah, Jesus mother <laughs> uh, shoots Emma, but then doesn't, Emma doesn't die for some reason. She survives a right. point blank gunshot wound. Yes, that is what the game has told us. Therefore, that is what happened. Damn, I really like the fucking like, I really like sure. the headcanon we had where it was like, maybe like the shot was like a miss or something because home came in and I don't know. It's just like, they just literally say like one throwaway line like, oh dude, uh, yeah, she survived. And they're like, but you shot her now and she's dead. I mean, obviously, yeah, I guess like two bullet wounds is not great, but well, like, you, yeah. you didn't see a bullet wound? I don't know. Well, and yeah, so like and even you just slept then, with her, and you didn't see a bullet wound. Right? Well, She's yeah. Fine. There's that first of all, but then also there's the there's the twin showdown where you have to guess who's Emma, who's Emily. Your mom's passed out on the floor. In hindsight, you're looking, you're putting two and two together. Oh God, my mother body possessed one of them, and that's how this shit all went down. But then the game just doesn't want to open up that storyline. So then, and I went back and listened to it and. The game's explanation for it was just Emma was tired of being erased from memory, so she just snapped one day yeah. and decided to be evil. Yeah. Dude, that was yeah, good so answer. Like, and your mom took like, a nap. Like the fuck? Yeah. Your mom. Your mom was just <sighs> tired. Wait. So sorry. Do we know? So, yeah. It's just like it's just literally like Emma snapped, and like you know when Emma's in the ether and. Louis just like you know why why'd you do that to your sister and Emma's just like well in hindsight it doesn't seem like that you know it, it sounds like a bad idea but in the moment I decided to be a bitch and it's, like, <laughs> and it's also like they both <laughs> agreed to share the same identity and now they're just flipping out and now it's one of them's like I don't want to do this anymore <laughs> wait 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 
I don't want to do this so anymore so badly that I'm going to kill you. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so wait, so wait. Yeah. What? I don't want to share yes. the identity. I just want your identity to be mine now. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be like if McCoy and I are like both editing. I'm like, I won't do this anymore, McCoy. I'm going to kill you. Right, I'm like, why? <laughs> why? I could leave, but I'd rather just kill you. I know. She could literally go anyway. That's true, huh? So wait, though. Do we know she what this secret is? Africa. Do we know what this secret is that we missed? Like, what so is that? I, 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 look, I looked it up because I was, I was really curious last night. I was like, is the secret actually that she could mind control? I know it is via so spoilers. So I looked it up and... The only secret is what happened in Venice between Louis and Sarah, the, oh. the Venice that they keep on referring to, which is just that they took another baby from another mother. And the secret is that that baby was Mortimer's son. Yep. And so that's it. That's <laughs> and it goes nowhere. It goes nowhere. It's it's an awful secret. I was another storyline that's not explored. Yes, and another storyline that is way better when you don't know. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, right? <laughs> like, I, I would just love for, like, I, I would be even more satisfied if the game just never explained to me Venice. Like, the fact that they kept kept on referring to Venice and in our playthrough, both our separate one and in the group playthrough, we never found out that secret. Like, I'm better off for it. Like, yeah. I don't care about yeah, what it's happened. Like, please just stop <laughs> telling me <laughs> things. <laughs> I just want to be done. Yeah. Oh, man. They do the same thing with just, like, random, like, notes around and stuff. Because you're like, is this relevant? Or is it just some world that... Dude, that's the thing. Because, like, you can read, like, a lot of shit in that game. Yeah. And, like, 99% of it is irrelevant. But there's, like, yeah. the 1% that on rare occasions will give you another dialogue option for, like, a very specific conversation. Yeah. That you might not even you have. Might not you might have. just miss. Yeah. Yeah. Or you chose a different option so you'll never see it. Yeah. Oh man. See that yeah, there's I, I think And it's like it's here's already the thing. Easy like I feel like the, those options that just give you free <laughs> like you check this letter <laughs> so you can win this like encounter that you were gonna win already. Exactly. You're gonna win it already by a landslide. It's, I can do yeah. both these options for free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I just, I, I feel like with the direction the writers wanted to go with the story, they their their story they had in their head was very linear, and yet they introduced a non-linear method of experiencing the storyline. And so it's like... If you have a linear story, yeah, don't and, make and, decisions matter, please. Well, right, exactly. Because, like, no matter what... <laughs> like, no matter what... <laughs> no matter what... No matter what, Mortimer is going to kill Holm, and no matter what, like, you know, no matter what, Mortimer is always going to come out on top. And when you side with Mortimer, like, the very last chapter or the very last episode, you're tasked with, like, going around to all of Holm's people and trying to convince them to get on your side of the vote. And the stakes are high because the vote only passes by unanimous vote. And so, therefore, when you side with Mortimer, but it's that, actually, like, there's actual stakes. So, like, you're just like, okay, I, I do have to convince all these people because every person matters. However, if you go on Holmes' side, then the whole thing is just, 
oh yeah, like we're all against it, but I want you to still go around and make sure everyone's doubly sure that they're against it. And you're like, this vote passes by unanimous vote. I just have to vote against and the whole thing's a moot point. Like, Literally why do I have to go and make sure that five people are also against it? Like, damn. Yeah. So, so True. that's like a case where it's just like, if you go the Mortimer route, the, the story pays off in that instance. But if you go the home route, then you're just like, what is the fucking point? So the game should have just never let, gave you the choice in the first place and just had Louis always side with Mortimer to have that intrigue, to have the stakes yeah. be that high. Also, the stakes um, aren't like that high because the two options are the thing that you question mark want to happen. Like, do, do you really want that to happen? Like, you, y your character has basically no, no need. Like, there's no pressing need for for the for the vote to succeed for your character. Yeah, that's except like a to get into Mortimer's good books. But then, like, right? that's like a weird, which isn't like, necessarily meta. something you even want, anyways, with the Mortimer playthrough, and. Yeah. <clears throat> and then the other purpose, option though. is nothing happening, which is not an exciting, like, unless nothing happening means that, like, the world explodes, that's not, that's not a stimulating, like, story point. It's like, oh, nothing's going to happen. Nothing's going to happen. What are you going to do? Nothing's going to happen. It's like, <laughs> it's, it's not... I don't know. It, yeah, it's like, would you rather radically shake up the current uh, social situation with the world or stay the course? But I guess, you know, yeah. it, nothing happening in that case, I guess, is a radical choice, though. Because, like, if the monarchy start to win, then... Because the video game that, developers want it to be? Well, that's definitely the case, but... <laughs> I mean, it is, it is in terms of the way that history went, sort of-ish, but... That's what I... Yeah, the, that's what I mean. The French Revolution just happened so like regardless of what you're doing in this convention it's the gonna monarchy happen. is already being challenged it's just like right if the demons say okay or not to the rest of the world doing it which kind of doesn't even happen anyways and like america didn't have a monarchy and like i don't know yeah i feel like the stakes are like shockingly low for that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I guess like, but I guess like if America had far less land, potentially never got the other side of America as we think of it. I mean, that could be drastic. Um, it is weird though that like. Right, but they don't explore that at all. No, God, no. They explore this so little that like there's like no stakes at all in any sense. Um, yeah, I. Uh, it's, I, I don't know. It's just weird. It's just, yeah. Uh, that also, the fact that earlier in the story, like, France and Spain declare war on each other, but we're still like, yeah, but we can all, you can have the land. Yeah, that was odd. <laughs> that never made sense to me. But I think that's like, <laughs> I, I don't know. Does, is history odd like that sometimes? I don't know. I'm pretty sure that's not exactly what happened. <laughs> <laughs> You're pretty sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. I don't know. And then there's just the fact that the whole start of this whole thing is the Al-Azif and you just happen to just find it on the wharf oh, and it's yeah. a manuscript that you can <laughs> attach and then oh. 
that storylines. <laughs> you're like, okay. I finally found the book. <laughs> All right, that's over. Yeah, and then it, you're like, logic <laughs> yeah. becomes more expensive or yeah. something, and you're like, cool. you're like, now I have to do kill yeah, my dad. Again, All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I love that element where like you read this Alazif like religious craziness book, right? And then like logic got more expensive because of that. Like it made so much sense. It was a great dynamic, and then just <laughs> Too bad it didn't it even didn't matter, matter at all. Yeah. I think logic was even still free for us to yeah. use. Yeah, like I mean, how many times exactly. did you use logic after that? Like that kind of only once with Emily. Yeah, right. Which is an immunity, so you never make that option anyway. Dude, there's a version it's of like, this game where the Alazif is that readable. Kind of serious, like like consequence happen early in the game so it has an effect yeah 100 yeah. percent. and then you could you could be crippled by it the whole like they, they do a lot of superficial things like um i thought they threw it in at the end because they're like this is powerful let's but, not have to deal with it but it's actually hilariously not because at that stage we were we had literally everything level two so like one point in everything is like fucking miss me with well, that see, shit. That's, that's the thing it's like they didn't i feel like yeah. they didn't want to throw it that literally in affected early. us not at all yeah. So yeah, that's why they put it at the end because they're like, this could be really good at the beginning. Yeah. Let's just throw it at the end when it won't matter. Yeah. But I would have loved like a lot more things like that where they oh, could yeah. have like actively punished you. I wish every book had an upside and a downside and it told you it beforehand so that you could make the choice and it would matter. Or like at least you have it like two tiers of books, right? Like ones that give you small benefits and then ones that give you huge ones but huge negatives or something like that. Because yeah. It's even so the it's same like, like you cannot use this skill anymore. Oh, but that'd you be get awesome. Plus five in this other yeah, one. because then you're stuck in the conversation system again, where you're like, "Fuck me, I can't actually get through this because I can't use that skill because I picked this amazing manuscript, but it's not relevant here. I have to actually choose yeah. the right answer." Yeah. Well, also or they had you don't get a right answer uh, in that case, and it sucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this game. But man, imagine <laughs> if this game was good. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they had they had something there too though like in kind of similarity to that with like they had the thing where you know you're in a social situation and kind of like you know like the character like gets up in your face or something and throws you off your game yeah kind of like I don't know the character attacking first mm-hmm. so it puts you at a disadvantage and like lowers your stats right which is essentially just making Effort options cost more yeah. it's like okay it's kind of a cool premise and then same with if you take too many of the quote unquote drugs, right? It like throws you off your game and makes everything more expensive. But it's just it's so minor because like okay, it just makes everything plus one, and you can just golden elixir and it's, it's gone. And the way they cite that system up is that they want, and everyone in the playthrough is making fun of me for this, and we never once rolled with it, and it never became relevant. So you guys were all right. But the way they set that system up <laughs> is so that you want to. St- they want you to consider the idea of sitting with a negative effect for as long as you can handle it. And then exactly. ideally doubling up See, and that's curing the thing, two is for if, one. Going back to the point of if they had like lowered, either had no item respawns or like lowered the amount of items that were around, yeah. it could have worked in that regard of like, okay, I, I have a very limited number of these. Is this, I feel like this conversation might not be that dire, so I think I can be okay with holding off and having this debuff and getting by with this and holding on to this for when it really matters, yes. like a confrontation or something. But no, you're like, oh, geez, I have full of them. I might as well use them. And then yeah. you like 
finish the conversation, walk two feet, find a chest, and there's like three more in the chest, and you're like, oh boy. Yeah, and then the chest doesn't give them back to you when you try to get them again. But yeah, there's a lot of like just meaning, like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. These just, these, it's bad. But like, okay, wait, what's the thing I wanted to mention though quickly is that one thing is that, that happens if you today, betray your mother. The date is 2401 1793. <laughs> That's yes. a whole other can of worms we can get into. Yeah, that's what I wanted to mention. <laughs> I'll just, you know, just even like the the first uh, major decision point that you make that is referenced later where you betray your mother or not, the, the, the result of that is a physical change, like a superficial change. You get a scar on your nose or not. Um, but that's really Ooh. indicative, I think, of what this game kind of is. And I guess later you can lose a hand or not. But like those are things that like kind of feel like they matter but really like ultimately don't matter you know what i mean they're just more superficial changes and then it kind of leads this game to be like remember when that happened dude that was crazy um and not as much like actually holding you down with the systems or doing anything that might make you regret it oh yeah yeah wow so we really love this game huh (laughs) remember how in in like the the fourth or fifth chapter there was that conversation where there was an over the shoulder shot and the camera was focused on your shoulder and not the person we're looking at yes i do recall like, that wasn't one of the one of the strengths of this game yeah. was the visuals and like how or so mccoy claimed how well right? framed a lot of I mean, the I would even agree with McCoy, though. the shots yeah. in the first couple of chapters were mm-hmm. and so i thought it was like kind of shocking that they did that yeah it's like this was one of the things that you were doing so well and then oh as the as the game went on the the lack of polish became more and more apparent yeah that's why i think the ending was rushed yeah i mean like we had the instance where we found mortimer's tomb yeah and you can walk up to it inspect it and you have the (laughs) option of breaking into it so it's closed and you're like okay and we walked away from it turned around and it was opened because I guess the developers uh-huh. assumed yeah. if you interacted with it, you would open it. Yes. <laughs> just the amount of like. And they just they just did not account for anything. Yeah. And just the amount of like case. the fucking like weird reflections, which like they tried and most of them look pretty good. Mm-hmm. But every so often you get weird reflection glitches and lighting bugs. But like the amount of like character clipping, mm-hmm. it's like this is like the majority of the game. You think you would want to like really solidify your characters, and like it, like the the close clipping and this like the awful facial animations, man. It's rough. It's really rough. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was from episode one, but like with the lack of polish, I honestly would want to go back and count the number of typos in the subtitles yep. between episode mm-hmm. one and episode five. Because I swear to God, during episode five, it just seemed like it was constant, like, that's a typo. That's a typo. They said something completely different than what the subtitle is telling me right now. That's Mm. a typo. Like, it, yeah, it just kind of seemed rushed. It seemed like they didn't have their heart in the game anymore, and they just wanted it to be over. And it clearly showed in a lot of elements, even the elements that made them the the strongest. The the final fight is (laughs) where it really should, and they're like, just get this over with. I know. And Just it could, beat the game. It's like they forgot they had the confrontation system that seems like it ought to be used in a final boss fight. But, yeah, uh, right? No, yeah. It's... The, no, so they so that final scene does have a confrontation scene. 
like there there is a way that you can get yeah, a but it also has a stupid wizard duel. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, I'm going with the like, stupid wizard. <laughs> of like, it's of like it's kids a confrontation during the stupid wizards. wizard right. duel. It's the right. best of both worlds. See, and it only happens if you get Emily and Emma mixed up and kill Emily instead of Emma in that twin versus twin scene. So Emma is the what? alive one and Emily's the dead okay. one. That's the only way that a confrontation between Mortimer can Wait, what's start the confrontation in that final then? battle. Uh, basically, so like there's all the, the psychic powers going on, you know, they have their hands in front of them and their hands to their temples being like, get him. And then Mortimer starts trying to persuade Emma and Emily to like break their psychic powers and like help him instead of you. And so you have to both like juggle Mortimer's invulnerabilities and uh, immunities and Emma's and Emily's like simultaneously in like one epic battle and try to like convince like basically bring Emma and Emily back onto your side because Mortimer is using his mind powers which is awesome mm. yeah that that'd sounds... be excellent <laughs> why wouldn't why not do that if you hadn't killed Emily yeah. like I don't understand why that's only if Emma's alive and Emily's not. I also just remembered that... This is the climax we never got. Yeah. I just remember <laughs> right before the end, when you first confront him, he's like, you guys are but insects to me. And then you just easily steamroll him. No, you literally make like one, <laughs> yeah. one dialogue choice. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, like, do you want to stab him? It's like, I yeah, think like, so, Do you want to yeah. stab him with the lance or these nails that you don't have? <laughs> like, well, I'm guessing I'm going to do the lance. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, you could also see. Which, by the way, the the nails only pop up if you are carrying the wrong spear. Like that's the game's way of also holding your hand and being like, "You don't have the spear. Use the nails instead. <laughs> they work." I'm amazed that they even allowed you to like pick the uh, wrong spear. Because I swear they don't like allow you to make mistakes. No one should ever pick the wrong and, spear. If you do, you are either doing it on pick, purpose mm, or yeah. real dumb. And if you well, pick so the actually, wrong spear, that that's an interesting. Why do they give you an L? Well, yeah. yeah, that's the thing. Why give yeah. it? Why give you an out in the first place? But actually, so I did watch a playthrough where somebody did pick up. I thought the wrong so I was gonna be like, I picked up the wrong spear. It's like, ooh, awkward. No, 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 no. <laughs> like, but no, it's because uh, this person watching? failed the comp. Call him uh, out. His name's Keith. Okay, uh, she was watching the game. <laughs> room. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> oh god, they would. The game comes to play this and be like, "This game's bullshit," but not because the game's bad, but because they just weren't listening. Yeah. Like, I think I think Aaron might. I love him, but I think he might be literally too dumb to play this game. He would just talk about how Dark Souls is just a better game in every way, right? Isn't he the one who does that? Yeah. But, but um, no. So this guy, this guy Keith, he picked up the wrong spear because. He failed the confrontation with Possessed Piaggi. How? He failed that confrontation. <laughs> I don't know how. I didn't actually go back and watch his confrontation with him, but he failed it. And because of that, Piaggi gave him the wrong information. So, like, whereas Piaggi told us in our playthrough because we succeeded, he's like, oh, yeah, it's a spear-shaped spear. Because that Sorry, sense. I forgot that you in can... In the failed confrontation, he'd say leaf shape. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot that it's, you can actually fail things in this game. Oh. Wow. <laughs> Sorry, but, like, they call it a lance, and then they're like, it's a spear lance. And it's like, what the fuck? And then they're sure to what be the like, f- by the way, the, the spear didn't actually matter. 
because it was the blood that mattered. And you're like, are you literally like in the game on writing your own stuff? Like, I know you're doing that elsewhere, but like you're you you the character. And are literally why does telling the blood me. of Christ matter at all? Because he's your dad. Because Christ or is your, your father. Dad. It's your is grandfather. Their father? Yeah. Yeah. Which is like not yeah. explained except in like the justification for that random bullshit in order to like use. Which there is a way Christian that you can discover it in the game, but it's also bullshit. We had somebody tell us, life. I forget who. Yeah. Oh boy. Somebody told us like briefly in passing. We're like, what? And they're like, yeah, later. But then they're also like, forget all that Christian mythology except for the whole Christ yeah, thing. Yeah, except Jesus. He was actually Except real. for the Bible. We're really it's, into that. Yeah. It's like- <laughs> but also when you're, when you're hopping through paintings in uh, Sir Holmes' Nightmare... So right in the room where you like organize the guests, aka like a pretty stupid like shuffling oh puzzle that you have mm-hmm. to do. But in that great hall, there's two paintings you can go into, actually. The game will turn you towards the painting you need to go through to progress the nightmare, but there's a painting behind you. And if you go through that one, you meet the you meet Christ, basically, the grandfather. <laughs> But he's oh. in Elizabeth's body because they didn't want to create another asset. Oh, definitely. That's why the pawns are the same. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah, so you know, like when we when we finished that episode, yeah. and in the alternative path, it was yeah. like you didn't find the tomb of Alzahai or whatever yeah. it was. Yeah. yeah, it was. <laughs> no, <laughs> not quite. <laughs> the point is, like, it's it's absolute bullshit, and like. It, it, I mean, it didn't matter in the end. It's just like we, because yeah, as McCoy said, it's like mentioned in passing. Oh yeah, Christ, your Christ is the Father, but like, whatever. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, totally. My question is, who's the mother? Because like Holm briefly says, like, oh Immaculate yeah, like, conception. My father's an imp. In the father. Well, but like, <laughs> no, but like <laughs> Holm said at thing. one point, he's like, oh yeah. Our mother, she retired from the political stage some time ago, and she's like off doing like <coughs> she's off resting or she's something off just like inhabiting supermodels like, oh, and just chilling on the beach. <laughs> like <laughs> she's Melania Trump. The narrative falls apart if you think about it too much, but it doesn't fit together if you don't think about it enough. Yeah. There is no perfect so balance true. with this game in terms. There's of no thinking. winning with this game. Yeah. Oh, it's unfortunate no. that there is such... Even if you beat the game, you still lose. In yeah. some sense. I actually think beating the game is actually really delightful. <laughs> the only way to win is scene, to stop but... after the first chapter. I know, <laughs> true. but then it's like, oh, could that you That should really be the that? canon ending. People tell me to do that with TV shows, too. They're like, yo, you should just like watch the first season and stop. And I'm like, how the fuck am I supposed to do that? You can't do right? that. Or skip the first season. It's true. How do you do that? No, that's even worse. I know. That would be worse than council standards, at least. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think, you know, I don't know if it's it's that their heart necessarily wasn't in it, but I do think there's a lot of uh, rush that you can feel through the game in terms of the unpolished or, or the bad yeah. polish or whatever else. Just because, like, just just literally look at the... Um, the nail the, polish? Yeah, the, the nail polish remover that they used on the like, fucking script. The game. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, like... <laughs> Even the time to beat for the last episode is really short, um, where you think they would like to flesh it out a lot more uh, and do a lot more things with it. So it felt like really clearly like they had reached the end of something, whether that be money for their company or it was, it was time for their release schedule. No, it was it was money. <laughs> yeah. They ran out of money. They must have. 
Yeah, there's a lot of people, and this I mean, wasn't a very expensive game to make, like the 3D models and stuff in the world. Like they didn't choose like a two. Yeah, and the voice acting. Like the more the more branching paths you have, the more voice acting you need to pay for, right? And it's basically exponential as time goes on. Um, so it's not surprising to me that they were like, "All right, fuck that," and like pared down some of the. Okay, here though. Just in terms of paying for voice acting. Did you do you think that they had everything written out and did it all like that? Or do you think they had to keep writing shit and were like, okay, we need you to come back? Uh the second one. Yeah, it definitely felt like an organic, <laughs> like, we'll figure it out. Maybe that's why they never addressed the dead bird. Yeah. Because they were like, Hey, Mortimer, do you think you can come in for a recording session? We like We've created a model of Mortimer standing in front of the bird cage, looking into it, and we need a line for if the bird's dead, because, you know, some players might do that, and the voice actor for Mortimer is just like, oh, I'm, I'm on vacation, yeah, stop like, bothering me. He's like, like, I'm already striking well, this for okay, my resume. I'm doing voice that. acting for a good game now, so yeah. no. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, this game kind of unraveled. There's in every sense, right? Like, is there even a, a section of this game or a part of this game, a dimension that didn't unravel by the end? I don't know. No. Even with that fucking ending, I screen. did like I did like Piaggi's letter logic puzzle. That was a cool logic puzzle. I liked that. Which one? That one was very good. The the, the Piaggi's the, letter like, with the with the tattoo on his hand. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That one was cool. Like I would have liked yeah, it if I were paying attention cool. by that point. <laughs> I think it's asking a lot of someone to be paying attention by that point. At least, like, especially if you're watching someone else play too. Like, there's just that added element. It's tough. This game is definitely not friendly for like passively watching. I will say that because I was boy, just like it, upset it at all the dumb shit that was happening. So I was like drinking because I was <laughs> upset at the dumb shit, which made it hard to focus on the things that like required focus. So I stopped. Yeah, uh, <laughs> focusing. But then, like, it likes to slide in like a really complicated puzzle right in the middle of that, and you're like, "Whoa, you're harsh on my mellow right now." What the fuck is yeah, this? They're like, "How would you like all of episode two to be a puzzle?" Oh my god, it practically was. The first time I played it, it practically was. Um, I was I was focusing on the puzzles at that point. Yeah, I think we might have. I'm trying to think if there's any. Does anyone have any final closing points before we we take this into the rating section and get out of here? Yeah, I have one. I mentioned this when we were playing it, but for me, this had a very. Uh, it had exactly like when I said um, what happened to me in Infinite, mm. Bioshock Infinite, where the game's going along. And you're like, okay, okay, I can kind of get down with this, and then the ghost, her mom's ghost ghoul thing comes back, just out of nowhere, and you're like. Okay, this is a little unbelievable. That was me with this game. It was like episode two or episode one was great. Episode two was like tedious, and then I really don't remember much about episode three. But then episode four comes out and they're like demons, and you're like, okay, <laughs> okay, yeah. Now that's the point where I'm like, I'm 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 getting off the train. I'm done. Yeah, focus. This will is not my stop ever again. <laughs> it's in the middle of nowhere. This is my stop. I'm off. Yeah, I will walk from here. <laughs> Oh, God. Anything else? Anyone else want to jump in with their last before we do this? I feel like I'm just being a dead horse at this point, so we should just go to the rating stage. Okay. <laughs> um, 
Cool. Let's do... Oh, God, see if I can do this live. Oh, boy. Oh, God, which one of these buttons is it? Oh, one of these is an eat a dick button, so I need to be very careful. <laughs> the tyranny of thumbs. I think that was the right one. All right, cool. Um, yep. <laughs> just kidding, I can hear it. We good. Um, yeah, cool. Uh... Let's see, who do we start with? I'm not gonna make the same mistake as I've made throughout my entire like past three weeks and starting with Gabe and then he just like ruthlessly attacks, but I actually don't think there's gonna be many defenders here. So maybe maybe I'm back in the corner. Why don't you start? <laughs> All right. Yeah, are you gonna die on this hill? Um, I'm not sure. I, I've been thinking about Is there our- even a hill? <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> um, are you gonna die is... in this trench? Okay. <laughs> yeah, this game is like a muddy puddle. Okay. Sure, I'll go, I'll, I'll go. I'll go first. Um, I think this game really makes me consider what it means to, for a game to be good and what it means for a game to be bad. And I say that because I think it's really easy to look at this game and have like a tally, like a pro-cons list. Uh, and especially back in the day when they used to do like rating systems used to be devised of like, Give me a one to five or one to ten on the graphics. Give me a one to ten on this on the sound design. Give me a one to ten on the gameplay. Give me a one to ten. They would like do these different categories and they would kind of sum that up at the at the end. So it'd be really easy for a game like this to really fall flat in a lot of those cases. Like it'd be really easy to be like, yeah, it turns out that the writing was kind of bad, and it turns out that the oh, but even like like okay, writing kind of bad. That's maybe a bigger point. What I guess what I'm really trying to say is like there's clipping all over the place where people's arms are going through their coats, and like there's just weird glitches. And we had like we jumped around by after opening Piaggi's letter, and then like teleported into a room, or like there's a just a guy on the ground who's just dead for I guess audible reasons, but nothing that I picked up on at least. Um, and just like shit like that all over the place. Your and characters so, like shake violently when you're talking to them. Yeah. Or like they reset their like animation or they look at you fucking crazy or they're not in focus. And, like all those things can be sort of in the objective bad category. And that's like, I think everyone's okay with that as a concept, but that's not really how I look at what makes a good, a game good or bad. Cause to me, it's really about the value of enjoyment that I got out of the game. And to me, a bad game is one that was never good or interesting in any way. So I guess more like never interesting and had no intrigue and was not exciting. And I would rather, it felt like homework and work and I wanted to just stop. And in fact, in my normal life, I do stop and I'll never come back. And there are a lot of games like that that exist that just never get my attention in any way. And those to me are bad. Um, and this to me did not do that. This actually, especially with episode one, had a lot of intrigue and a lot of interest. And I was actually very excited to play more of it. And I actually think I want to cite Every single, before every single playthrough, or I guess after also, like, I was very excited to play the next section. Like, well, what, well, what is going on? I want to know. And that is, that, like, made me, like, excited to play more. That doesn't necessarily mean that the game itself was good, but it does mean to me that it had something, and it was fun, and it was interesting, and it was entertaining. And to me, that's value. Um... Like, I enjoyed sitting there playing this game with you guys and picking it apart. And as a result, I actually give the game credit for that. Like, I think of there are a lot of famous games in our history. This game sucked, but it was fun to, like, talk about why it sucked. Exactly. Think, for example, so like a game, game like Heavy Rain. Heavy Rain. 
a great example that's in our own pantheon. That's a game that to me, I gave hugely high scores, despite it being objectively bad because subjectively it was fucking awesome to play and really fun and really fun to bring a group to and play to. And I think of other examples. wishes it was heavy rain. I know. And it's not heavy rain. That's for sure. And it won't get as high marks as heavy rain. Um, but I think of other examples like Deadly Premonition is one that I've, I've seen. And the amount of content that has come out of That's Deadly Premonition where people, make, <laughs> where people make fun of that game, that to me has to go back. And then you have to, I think, in your own mind, acknowledge that you watched this bad thing but you enjoyed this bad thing, and it, what is the purpose of playing games really? For me, it's it's that enjoyment. And this game actually was relatively medium to slightly above medium on enjoyment, um, despite it being so bad. So to me, I actually would recommend this game to people uh, if it was the right fit, if they were interested in some real bullshit like I am. Um, and so I, I actually think it might be somewhere like a, th- a thumbs up because meh just feels so weird. If meh was, if the word meh was mixed or something, then maybe. But I actually think I really enjoyed playing this game. I enjoyed seeing it fail. I also enjoyed seeing it try. I also enjoyed the mechanics and other such things that they were trying to do that they didn't use uh, very well. But I kind of en- enjoyed it, uh, truthfully. And so that's that's sort of my, my stake on that. And I think I'm going to see a lot of people be like, this was a bad game, don't you understand? And it's like, yes, but... Did you enjoy playing it? Did you laugh? And I would just say that there are so many games out there that are actually bad that would not make you laugh. And I think, to me, I'm trying to make the case to examine the difference between those games and this. There you go. Um, fuck, I need to pick someone. Okay, cool. Uh, James, how what about you? What thumb rating are you going to give it? One, one, one thumb. One thumb. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Seriously. All right, so... Um... <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to give it one thumb up. Reasonable. Uh, I'm not going to give it two thumbs up even. Gold, Gold star, star, star. Oh uh, shit! No, 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 okay, no, no. Uh, yeah, no. This game is. Um, so you know how like Game of Thrones, like the first five seasons of that TV show were like good, and then. The sixth one was like, eh, it's like, it's it's pretty good still, but like, it's kind of questionable. And then the the seventh and was it eight seasons? I can't even remember anymore. It was eight seasons. It was eight. The seasons, last season yeah. was really, really, really just just horrible. Yep. And it's like hard to suggest the show to people anymore because the payoff is just is just, like, feeling bad about the fact that you spent so much time watching this show. Uh, So that's all to say, don't play this fucking game. Just don't do it. Like, the first... If it stopped after the first episode, it'd be a good game. But that's not enough to call it a good game to me. Like, Like... I, I really enjoyed spending how many hours did a we lot. was our playthrough? <laughs> Too many. It was a lot. It was like twenty, <laughs> like yeah. something like that, maybe yeah, more than that. Pretty high, yeah. I really enjoyed spending that time hanging out with my friends. And this game, eh, like, 
like, we we could have been doing almost anything else and and just like been shooting the shit. Like and 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 had this like, you know, a a, a great time together. And that's like I feel like I enjoyed my time with this game because I was with you guys and you guys are awesome. Like that that's where my, you know, enjoyment came from and and this game was like the catalyst for for hanging out with friends. Um so if you want to get together with your friends and like shit on a game for 20 hours, then uh play it. Hell yeah. Uh but um <laughs> I mean, like, I feel like they were too ambitious. They flew too close to the sun. Mm -hmm. But, like, the sun wasn't necessarily a good idea in the first place. (laughs) Um, Ouch. Got him. I feel like if it was this game, though, you'd fly too close to the sun and there'd be, like, a non-punishment about it. You know? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd fly too close to the sun and it'd be like, (laughs) the sun's a demon. (laughs) Have you ever wondered what powers the sun? It's demons. (laughs) Hilarious. Awesome. Oh my god. Um, So, I mean, yeah, it's like, no, bad. Thumbs down. Like, just how many thumbs down? No, no. Yes. The sanctity. Two. So there, huh? Fuck, I'm going to write that in. No, uh, one. I don't know. One. It's like, it's it's manageable. (laughs) So one thumb down. Okay. Like, I don't know. It... Ugh. It broke James. That's how bad it was. Dude, scary games. Game's going to need some aloe for all that yeah. burn. <laughs> Ouch. Ouch. I mean, come like, like, really, though? Like, it's just... James, how many fucked this games does this <laughs> I mean, it, it only gets, like, one or two fucked this games. Like... Yeah. But, which isn't, you know, it's like... The, I said, I, I said, fuck this game about other things a lot more. So, yeah. there's that at least. There you yeah. go. Um, there are some games that I will didn't leave you with dread nothing. going back to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't dread going back to it. That's the best I can say about this. And I really appreciate you taking the most positive angle you could. Um, okay. <laughs> 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 okay, cool. Well, after the well, let's just take it further, Gabe. You want to take it down even further? Sure, I would love to. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, no, this was <laughs> ooh. So I, I had a little bit of a different experience coming to this game because I'd played it long ago with McCoy back when he first got it. He recommended it to me, so I came over to the house and we played it. And uh, you know, going off of James's Game of Thrones analogy, it's so accurate you know, scrunch down where episode one is pretty good. You know, it sets the stage. It introduces you to these cool mechanics where it's kind of like an RPG, but it's all dialogue based. And that's really unique. And you introduce these cool characters and they have a lot of intrigue around them. And then at least the way I played ended up with siding with Elizabeth and then waking up to her being murdered and me being framed. And I was like, damn, that is insane for a first episode. Okay, let's see how this plays out. And then I played episode two and was like, holy fuck, this is the most boring game in the world. Mm-hmm. It was just one long 
art history major and religious studies major puzzle. And I hated it. I'm feeling personal. Right <laughs> it's not, I don't blame you, Zoe, but it's not my cup of tea. If you love that stuff, you love that stuff. No, understandable. It's not my cup of tea. Um, so for me, Gabe just fucking slams the headphones down. I'm fucking out of here. How do you keep putting art history in this bullshit? Yeah. Okay. I think you guys are like the secret order against me. Anyway, absolutely. Um, <laughs> the golden order, exactly. Mm. So, I already knew that that episode was not my cup of tea, and I was really bored from that. And I never came back to McCoy's house to play it. So you never came back game, to my house at all. No. <laughs> yeah. I considered ending the friendship right there. <laughs> so, when we decided to play this game, McCoy's like, "Yeah, guys, it's like really cool and unique, and it'll be fun." And you guys are like, "Oh yeah, okay." And I was sitting there like. Okay. <laughs> and I'm glad I trusted my gut. <laughs> but yeah, it's as the game went, there were there it, it had its moments. I will say it had its moments. Um but I felt like the game just kept writing a check that it couldn't cash because it kept trying to boost the intrigue, kept trying to kind of like stack the insanity and like the oh man these plot points, right? These are insane. I kept trying to up the ante, but it just felt like it just crashed and burned at the end. Um, and especially, like I mentioned, when it just said, when it came out and just added the supernatural element of like, oh no, there's demons. They're real. They're here. Demons. <laughs> I was just like, okay. Okay. This is such a cop out to me. I, I couldn't take the game seriously after that point. And, you know, the writing went down, the, feel like the quality of the game went down and I did not enjoy it. I did though. I did want to, I had like a, like a morbid curiosity of like, I wanted to see how the game ended, like how they could claim to wrap this all up in the end. So that was like what kept me going. And obviously like James said, I had a great time playing with you guys because I feel like the enjoyment came from, more so of like us riffing off of the game than anything the game really delivered on its own. It had a couple of funny moments that weren't meant to be funny, but because it was just so like jankily duct taped and stapled together that it <laughs> it tried to be serious but failed. So those were funny, but most of the enjoyment came from us dissecting and riffing off of this game. So that was a lot of fun. However, this is not a game I would ever play solo. I would probably, if I were to watch on YouTube, I would literally just look up the endings because ain't nobody got time for this game. And, oh, yeah. I Honestly, I would not recommend this game to anybody, at least that I know. So I'm going to give it... I don't want to be too harsh on it because it did bring us some enjoyment. So I'm going to be like James. I'm going to give it a thumbs down. Okay. Okay. <sighs> Moving on. All right. Um, let's see here. <laughs> uh, I'm, okay. Let's do Brandon and Zoe. So Brandon, you actually are Is there not. Is an anti-gold star? <laughs> there should be. There can be. Fuck it. We'll make it. The Iron Gold and the the Iron Star. It's just called the Council Award. <laughs> the Council Award for shitting Maybe. the bed. Yeah. 
So here's what I'm saying, right? Like, Brandon, you don't have to be here. You chose to be here. No, no, no. What do you regret that choice? Is is First of all, save. Stop. So you might be wondering what that was. That was the first signs of my computer blowing up, which it proceeded to do. And so what you're about to hear after this is <laughs> Brandon hearing us go to robot, but soldiering on because goddamn it, the show must go on. And um, <laughs> we don't make it easy on our guests here at Tyranny Thumbs, I guess. Um because we certainly don't like give them any information about how they should use the rating system or even any of that other stuff. Um, and now we're just dropping out in the middle of the review section. But hey, um, <laughs> I don't know. Enough for me. Let's just check it out. <laughs> we got back in. Everything was saved. We're all good. Let's continue the show. Uh, well, um, it's so hard to rate, right? Like there was some good puzzles. There was an excellent like UI. For, like the decision-based narratives that is true um like i had some problems with the like successes failures uh like that side of how things worked in the game like it making you think you failed even though it was really just a different path uh to an extent um but the skill building was great it was like this awesome like rpg light uh type of system where you kind of get to choose detective and like all your different skills within that um i mean it it failed to deliver on that in some ways that we already discussed um and then ah, i mean the graphics were were great textures were well done there was some cool art references um but overall like there was a problematic narrative that's hard to forgive there was a lot of time spent like looking for items in places we'd already looked because uh, we kind of figured out that like texts were going to appear, or the books were going to appear in like different places in the game that we'd already been. So you're running through the same like landscape over and over again, and that got tiresome, right? But overall, like I, I kind of felt like the game was like a sob. Like if you know that car, it's like it's got some cool like unique designer elements um but probably needed a lot of expensive maintenance uh to keep running and just uh just like it's not a compelling enough car for you to actually go buy um like this game was not compelling enough for me to want to go spend my money and like buy it to play it again um on the ps4 so uh yeah that's basically all there was to it for me um can i give it a thumbs up it's it's so close i'd, I'd like to uh but it's it's kind of a meh unfortunately nice all right i'm gonna timestamp this because we just lost mccoy and gabe oh is that what happened <laughs> i was wondering if yeah. if you guys had also heard him like robot the fuck out like robot yeah. out yeah <laughs> nope i just kind of kept rolling because i figured yeah that no was that the was awesome do. There, i liked yep. your analysis a lot <laughs> so perfect much like the council this podcast really took a turn in the end <laughs> because my computer crashed or something and so we're just gonna pretend like nothing happened and we're just gonna go first of all brandon excellent review i heard every piece <laughs> thank it was you so fucking much. on point 
Hell yeah. Flawless. <laughs> Flawless review. <laughs> <laughs> and jumping back into it, uh, so what did you think? Are you going to be as positive as the rest of us? As positive as the rest of us. Oh boy, putting me on the spot. Um, I I almost want to give like two ratings for this game, like one for episode one and one for episodes two through five, because I just almost feel it's unfair to group episode one into the rest of the episodes. It's true. They're like, essentially two different games. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah, the first episode was perfect. It had intrigue. It had murder. It had. Well, and I guess in my playthrough, there was no murder, but still there was a disappearance. Like it, it was still a bunch of intrigue with that on the political stage. And heck, even the logic puzzles to find your missing mother weren't all that bad at that point in time. And so I was completely cool with that. Hell, I would even go as far to say I would not mind the demon subplot if they had introduced it in episode two and had us flesh out yeah. our demon abilities so that way when they mattered in episode five, it landed and was more impactful. I just I think agree. the pacing of this game was really off. And as a result, it just felt really rushed, felt like we were on a breakaway train and there was just no way we could put the brakes on. But then the train would put the brakes on and put us through a nightmare puzzle. And we were like, well, this is not where we wanted to stop. We wanted to stop over there. And yeah, as a result, this game finished and it just left me feeling very confused. Now, I'll give it kind of the same of what what card is this game <laughs> to you? <laughs> oh no, you're putting my car knowledge on the spot. Oh no. Um, but, uh, well, no, so I'll just say, like, I, I will agree with McCoy on one thing, and that's just, despite this, the game kept on having me come back to it. Heck, even on my own playthrough, playing this game twice, essentially, once with the group, once with just me and Brandon. There were still nights where I turned to Brandon and be like, let's play more of the council and let's see where this goes. And then we'd end the night just feeling utterly disappointed. And then we'd just go to bed angry. And then, <laughs> Brandon, <laughs> and then Brandon, Brandon would like go to like do something else. He'd like go like, I don't know, do yard work. And then I just walk out in the backyard and be like, and you know what else I don't understand about the council? <laughs> I bring up that council, so we just drop it. <laughs> so, yep. I guess, in short, my the perfect encapsulation for how I feel about this game would be similar to Mortimer staring in front of an empty cage with a dead bird at the bottom, but not actually acknowledging anything. <laughs> in other words, I think I'll give this a reluctant thumbs down. Like <laughs> Poetic. It's, 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 it's a very reluctant thumbs down. I want to give, like... I. If I could, if the tyranny of thumbs will allow me, you know, I will pronounce tyranny. Episode one, thumbs up. Excellent. But the game as a whole is a reluctant thumbs down. I wanted them to, like, I wanted them to do right by the decisions they made, and yet it wasn't working. And hopefully the game developers have learned, and this game studio will know how to approach future projects because of this. Like, not every game is going to be a success, so I really hope the best for them. Just take episode one and run with that. That's what I want. 
but not too fast. Yo, slow the fuck down. And <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. scene. <laughs> they might have run out of money for future projects. From yeah. The yeah. Are yeah. they still a studio? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's it's just a legit question. It is a legit question. It's, it's I don't know. It's funny because, like, I... I, you know, Elena's not here, but I talked to her a lot about it. And one of the things that I think is really striking uh, about it is just like, you know, she and I play some co-op games together or whatever. And we play some single player games together uh, as if they were co-op, right? Like, you know, people are watching over your shoulders similar as to, as to we did. And it's interesting because, you know, she's not as much of a gamer as I am. Of course, she plays a lot of games and that like it's 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 not actually easy to be as much of a gamer as I am. That's not like something you can just accidentally do. Um, but like I I find I often have to like push her more to play a game right than i like because i want to play it more than her and i i think what's really interesting is that she was actually really uniquely within herself like excited to play this game even though she knew it was bad and enjoyed that and so i just think that's like an interesting thing to ponder um that like you know there are certain co-op games that are objectively great uh that we have a hard time actually like playing continually but this one for some reason you got in and and she kept going for it so it's just I don't know. Something to think about. But I think we we did it, guys. Oh, no. What? If we they're want to. Another game. They're making Stop another RPG game. Stop trying to 1v1 your girlfriend <laughs> oh. in, uh, Vampire in the Masquerade. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. They're reusing those masquerade oh, mask yeah. assets. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Copy. Well, at least this time they're fully steering into the, <laughs> to the supernatural. They're like, okay, pros and cons from the previous game. Cons, the faces. <laughs> We're as good as they could have been. <laughs> Pros, the demons. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. I think, I mean, the thing about that is that uh, because it's an established story, I mean, not story, uh, established world, and like the rules are, exist. Uh, they don't have to make them up. I think that they might actually be able to do a really good job applying their framework, their kind of uh, of um, decision and like encounters to that game, uh, and, and it might be good. It might be playing to their strengths, yeah. um, constraining them, right? At least with this yeah. new game. The the only thing is, there's also combat. In that. Oh boy. Stack uh, up on agility now, I'm telling I you. Think. I was going to say, at least with this new game, because of the lore yeah. of vampires, I can't get halfway through the game and be like, oh, humans exist. <laughs> <laughs> they could watch them. Yeah, I, I was thinking yesterday in the shower, like, do I want to see these guys try again? Because I do, but I think what would really break my heart is if they tried again and it was bad. The council, too. <laughs> oh, no. It's just, it's just like, they, they, this game actually captured my interest, which I actually think is non-trivial to do. Uh, and so I'm like, I'm really sad with what you did with my interest, but I'm impressed that you actually had enough magic in you to get at least there where I was like, okay, I'm in at all, which was valuable. So then I'm like, fuck, if they make another game and they can't even do that piece and it's just all like chapters, you know, two through five, like, oh, that was just going to be brutal. And I want to think that they can learn from this and get better. And I hope they can, but holy shit, like, I'm not sure. Yeah, not sure. hopefully they don't end up like my uh, car reference because Saab failed. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Well, what 
are we doing next, right? We haven't failed yet. We're doing something more. I think we're moving on from this. Some of us are even smiling as if they've had a great weight lifted off their shoulders. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So next week we're, we're going to kind of shake things up a bit. We're, you know, we've, we've taken three weeks to play this game. So um, this week we're going to just play a nice little puzzle game. One weeker called Goragoa. Um, It's gotten a lot of great reviews and it's just basically about a boy who finds an interesting monster. And that is all. Fuck, it's demons. I didn't realize it was demons. (laughs) You're going to put together a puzzle and there will be a masked servant. What can I do for you, sir? Oh, my God. Give me your amber. Dude, the fact that you tricked that guy, like, that's another non-choice. You're a dick to the servant, right? And I'm like... I, I in the playthrough I was like, how could you be a dick to the servant? And like what you didn't realize is that it doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> right. Oh. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Let's get the fuck out of here. We- consequences don't exist. Well. Right. And the consequences of us playing this game will bear their fruit in the next week. Okay, cool. Oh, you'll see you all next time. Let's get the fuck out of here, man. We did it. Oh god, do we even dare press the soundboard? I'll put in the uh, No, I'll put the shit in post. I'm not pressing any buttons on my computer. Cool. Yeah, all right. please don't. <laughs> Great choice! Great choice! Fuck yeah!